and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960, The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. Today is hump day. It's Wednesday, June the 14th in the year of the Lord 2023. This is episode 880-880. Hour two of 880 here of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed our first hour, you missed a really fun hour. Uh, we uh, made a big announcement, and I'll make that announcement here again in a few moments if you missed it in our first hour. But uh, we were joined by Chris Edwards the voice of Duke University baseball and women's basketball and about a thousand other things. Right now, as uh, we're doing the show live, he is uh, doing public address at uh, uh, the USA Baseball Complex up in Cary right now, which is where Shane Albee was last week uh, for the uh, College World, for the NCAA Division II College World Series. But I really appreciate Chris. Man, we talked about a little bit of everything. We talked about the end of the Duke baseball season. We talked about... Uh, the Oakland Athletics uh, potentially moving, and it really does, especially with the announcement yesterday that the Las Vegas uh, or that the Nevada Senate or the Nevada Legislature passed $380 million to uh, move uh, the Oakland A's to Las Vegas uh, sometime in the next few years. We talked about the reverse uh, the reverse boycott that Oakland had last night where they had about 28,000 people. Uh, for a game when they've only been averaging about 8,000 people a game. So, uh, uh, again, a, a good a good time with Chris Edwards. We talked about the College World Series. We broke that down. And can you believe he had the nerve to pick uh, my Virginia Wahoos to win the uh, national championship? That would be their second. They won one in 2015. And uh, when I say the nerve, I'm just being sarcastic there. Uh, we talked about how... I have pulled against Virginia in the first in the regionals and in the super regionals, and all they've done is win. So uh, we'll see what's going to happen with uh, the College World Series, but it does it. It uh, kicks off this Friday. You'll get to see George Whitfield behind home plate, as he uh, has been for the past few years uh, during the coverage of it. I need, you know, what I need to do. I need to give him a uh, Brian Hanks Show T-shirt with a big old logo on it and see if he would wear that. But he won't, though, because you know he's going to wear his uh, ECU uh, purple and gold back there behind home plate. But uh, anyway, uh, Chris Edwards was our uh, first-hour guest. Coming up here in just a few moments, it is Wood Ducks Wednesday. The Down East Wood Ducks are the hottest team in the Carolina League, and that's not hyperbole. It is absolutely true. They've won 13 of their last 15 games, and uh, we're going to have John Clemens on. The general manager of the Down East Wood Ducks, he's going to uh, uh, be joining us and uh, just telling a big home week. Uh, Seven-game homestand. They won last night's game. They've got six more games left. We're going to talk about all that. We're going to break down each day and tell you why you need to be out there uh, celebrating with the uh, Down East Wood Ducks uh, with that. Okay, uh, one of the uh, we made the announcement in our first hour. I want to make it again here in the second hour, and we'll probably do it another time too for folks who may be joining us. Very excited to announce that we're going to have uh, a new uh, Wednesday 720 guest. As you know, we have guests on Monday, Tuesday, uh, well, up until Junius got sick. Uh, he was our Wednesday guest, obviously not able to uh, be a guest on our show on Wednesdays. So uh, the great Michael Martin uh, is going to be joining us. Very excited that uh, beginning next Wednesday at 7.20 every day, uh, Michael Martin uh, will be joining us. He is a golf addict. He knows everything. If you heard yesterday's show, 
you know, he was talking about uh, the PGA and the Live Tour combining. I was talking about the U.S. Open, which begins uh, this week uh, at, at the Los Angeles Country Club. And uh, you will get quality, and that's one of the things we've really not done a great job of in our uh, our Monday through Friday guests. I mean, Mondays we have uh, Mark Panicelli on. We talk a lot of pro sports, uh, you know, NBA, NFL, uh, Major League Baseball a lot of times, but not a lot of golf. Tuesday is Richard Clark, who is our NBA expert. We deep dive into everything NBA. When Junius was with us on Wednesdays, we did a lot of high school sports and talked about that on Thursday, Shane Albee. I don't even know how to describe what Shane and I talk about. Now, we talk a lot of Wood Ducks and uh, University of Mount Olive, but uh, you know how it is when I <laughs> when Shane and I get on the phone. He is our jolt of energy. He is our uh, Red Bull, uh, our, our, our jolt of Red Bull every Thursday. But we do talk a lot, a lot about everything. But then on Fridays, it's our NASCAR, our NHL expert, our Major League Baseball with Paul Whittington, but we, if you notice there was a void there, we didn't really have anybody to, uh, talk a lot of, uh, uh, golf about. Well, that's where Michael Martin will feel that. And it's not just that too. I mean, he is a political junkie. Like I am. We'll talk a lot of, uh, Kinston city politics, Lenore County politics, and, uh, just get to know, uh, get to know him a little bit better over the next few weeks, but very excited about that with, uh, Michael Martin joining us to be our Wednesday, seven twenty guest, And that will begin next week okay I'll tell you what before we jump into our big interview here today let me tell you who is the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the brian hank show it's unc lenore Healthcare, uh nestled in the heart of lenore county right here in kinston unc lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves with a medical staff of more than 100 physicians UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kinston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's not wait any longer. Let's get into our big interview. It is the general manager of those red, of those red hot. I mean, I don't see how they could be any hotter, John Clemens, than our, our, than our down East Wood Ducks right now. Five games up on the hated Carolina Mudcats. Uh, they've won uh, 11 of their last 13 games, 13 of their last 15 games. Man, what a what a time to be alive, John Clemens. First place, Will. <laughs> Absolutely. We are. No, go ahead. We have nine games, half, row, five. The first this week. John, I'm going to have to interrupt you for a second. You're breaking up really bad on us. Uh, you, are, are you in a ditch? No, I'm not in a ditch. Is that a little better? Oh, that's much better. That's much better. Go ahead. We really didn't get anything that you said. Say that again, uh, what you just said. I was just saying our, our first place Wood Ducks are uh, nine games left in the first half with five uh, five-game lead. Uh, so we're looking to clinch the first half postseason berth at Granger Stadium this week. Highly encourage everybody to come out, cheer on the Wood Ducks as they uh, make their playoff push. 
And I'm telling you, dude, and see, I didn't even realize that, that we're only, there's only nine games left in the first half. We've got six of them here over the next uh, over the next five days here at Historic Granger Stadium. So very, very excited about that, John. And uh, I didn't get a chance to get out there last night. Uh, another good win for the Wood Ducks last night. Yeah, solid win. Uh, Jose Corneo had a great pitching performance. Uh, our bats were hot early in the game, and the later half of the game was really a, a duel. Uh, Kannapolis scored a couple of runs to make it close, uh, but we held on to a 4-2 win against the Kannapolis Cannonballers, the single-A affiliate of the Chicago White Sox. I got to ask you this. Again, that voice you're listening to is John Clemens, the general manager of the Down East Wood Ducks. I got to ask you, dude, what do you attribute this to? I mean, again, we now we've been at the top of the Carolina League North all season, but, you know, a, a game or two out, we were in first place, I think, for a few games. But, man, just, just this hot streak, 11 of 13, uh, 11 wins in 13 games. What do you attribute this to? I think having the right people in place, um, staffing, and I think that truly helps. We create a positive environment, whether it's on the front office side of the of the business or in the back of the house of the business. The guys stay motivated. They're encouraged. It's a positive atmosphere. The coaching staff is, uh, you know, relaxed but focused every day. And I think that goes a long way in producing quality talent on the field. Absolutely. Again, 34 and 20. And I promise I'm going to do this before tomorrow's show, uh, John, but I would like to see what the records of the, uh, what's the best record of other teams in the other uh, low A uh, leagues, because I got to tell you, man, 34 and 20, 14 games above 500. It's a pretty big deal, isn't it? Yeah, it really is, especially at this level. This is truly their first full season of minor league baseball. So to be able to be up, you know, 14 games above 500. Typically, a, an average minor league team is, is right around 500, if not worse. And uh, I can speak to that. I've been on both sides of the spectrum, uh, won a few championships uh, throughout my years, and I've seen the highs and lows of each team. Uh, but, you know, it really attributes to having a positive environment, you know, in the clubhouse, in the, in the dugout. You know, the guys are excited to play, and, and uh, we also encourage that on the front office side. That is awesome. That voice you listen to, John Clemens, the general manager of uh, the Down East Wood Ducks, joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. And uh, I got to ask you, John, as someone that you're the guy who has to plan, you know, for playoffs and all that, if they are, and I watch, I, I promise, John, I am not trying to uh, jinx us at all. You know me. I love the Down East Wood Ducks, but how awesome would it be to go ahead and get the clinching of a playoff spot out of the way here in the first half instead of trying to do it in the second half? And that gives you a lot more time to plan for the playoffs when it comes up at the end of the regular season, doesn't it? Yeah, it truly does. Uh, it gives us the chance to go ahead and put tickets on sale, start planning um, a night or two of promotions uh, for the playoffs. You know, nothing would warm my heart uh, more than having a packed out uh, playoff run to encourage these guys as they win a championship ring and uh, to be able to start that process in June versus um, a few years ago where we were it seems like the last couple of championship runs we, we've had to do it in the second half which makes it a little difficult to to sell tickets uh, because people are focused on other you know fall sports or you know school um, but if we can go ahead and get in people's um, 
more or less top of mind. You know, that approach is, is a lot. It's, it's preferred to the other. Well, dude, I go back to the 2017 season when – we were it was something crazy. In fact, I, I've saved it on my Twitter, so I've I've got a you, you'll get a kick out of this, man. Um, da, 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 da. Let's let me find this here. In 2017, John Clemens, we were at the end of the season. Uh, hold on, I've got it right here. Well, I thought I had. It. Anyway, it was something crazy. We were like what five games out with 12 games to play or something like that. And we came back and won, uh, won the, the championship in our inaugural season. What do you remember about that year? The most to you, John Clemens? I remember the late push, um, you know, in the first half, we were terrible. The second half, we were nine games out with 21 games to play. And we just hit a hot streak. We kept, we kept rolling and, I remember being in Las Vegas the last week of our away series and just following the team and and watching them perform. Uh, it was truly special. I remember uh, jumping in a van with Janelle and Bill Ellis and a couple other staff members and riding down to Myrtle Beach and watching our team um, have Wilson Contreras at the time was a rehab Cubs catcher, uh, make the last out. Uh, for us to seal the deal and uh and that's when the party began <laughs> dude it was so awesome and it was that was linda and i were down there remember we went down uh as fans to uh the championship but i found it september 4th 2017 john clemens nine and a half games back on july 25th like you said about 21 games to go seven and a half games back with 16 to go dude four games back with seven games to go and came and won the whole thing yeah, it was wild. Uh, the Astros affiliate at the time had Kyle Tucker on their team, so you know it was it was special for sure. One of those memories you never forget. Oh, absolutely, man! And uh, that's why I always say you never give up. No, you never like do give up. MVP. Oh, absolutely, dude. And the fact that, again, that uh, we can get this thing wrapped up this week. Now, I got to ask, uh, are there any special plans for uh, – uh, for? I'm not even going to say if, John Clemens. I'm going to say when the uh, the Woodies uh, clinch that first-half championship. Are there any, any special plans for that? Of course. We're going to celebrate. <laughs> um, once it gets a little closer, we'll probably start ordering champagne and uh, – sparkling grape juice for the underage uh, <laughs> players, but uh, we'll, we'll definitely celebrate that accomplishment and keep it rolling in the second half uh, to keep the positive vibes going. Dude, I love it. I absolutely love it. On the line with us right now, John Clemens, general manager of Down East Wood Ducks, and you heard what he said again. Uh, nine games left in the first half. We're up by five. What does that make our – and I'm bad. I'm so bad at these numbers, uh, John. What, what does that make our magic number then? I'm pretty confident to say that our, our magic number is four right now. Okay, okay. I'm waiting on confirmation of that this morning. Uh, but currently, I believe it's our magic number is four. Wow. The Mudcats have eight games left, and we're up. We're up five, so I believe it's four games. <laughs> yeah, I love it. No, wait a minute. You, you see, well, no, you can't say it because you're the general manager, but when uh, your pops and I, when we uh, when we message back and forth, if he just says Mudcats, I always tell him to, you're wrong. Give them their proper term. And, you know, in, in Brian Hanks's world, it's the hated Carolina Mudcats, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's 
I know where you're coming from. <laughs> there you go. Okay, enough of that. Let's talk about this week. Uh, man, and it starts today, and I appreciate you joining me here just less than four hours. In fact, about three hours and 45 minutes before first pitch of uh, today's game against the Kannapolis Cannonballers. Uh, what's going on special out there today at Historic Granger Stadium, John? Today is our 12 o'clock noon start, so if you don't have lunch plans, come grab a hot dog and a cold beverage at the ballpark. Uh, we'll play the Kannapolis Cannonballers. Uh, it's our annual camp day where we invite camps across eastern North Carolina to come participate at the game. Uh, tomorrow um, is our $2 Thirsty Thursday with Natty Light and Bush Light and $2 Peanuts. Um, so that'll be a good time. And then Friday, uh, we'll end the work week with a fireworks show. If you have not seen our fireworks show, it's the best in eastern North Carolina. It rivals any July 3rd or 4th fireworks show. Um, and keep in mind, the Wood Ducks will be at home on July 3rd. I believe it's a Monday this year. Uh, so we're going to have a big fireworks extravaganza that night as well. Uh, Saturday, uh, well, Friday and Saturday, the Wood Ducks will um, change identities and become the Kinston Collar Green. And we'll wear our home white with green pinstripe Kinston Collar Green uniforms uh, on Friday and Saturday of this week. And then Saturday, uh, we'll be giving away grilling spatulas in honor of Father's Day weekend uh, to the first thousand fans. Uh, it's grilling season right now. I don't know about you, but I love getting in front of a, a hot grill. Um, so we'll have a nice grilling spatula to give away on Saturday. Uh, Sunday is our weekly uh, dollar hot dogs. And we also encourage you to bring out your dogs to the game and enjoy enjoy hot dogs with your dogs. I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I'm going to throw in a couple of things there. Like you said, today is Winning Wednesday, Camp Day, tomorrow. Uh, now, how do – we had a postponed game earlier this season, I guess. Is that why we're playing a doubleheader tomorrow against the Cannonballers? It is. So anytime you lose a game uh, to the weather, it's postponed. Uh, if the team, if you play that team again in the first half or the second half, uh, you have to make it up in the respective half of that year. Uh, so we lost our first Saturday uh, home game to the Cannonballers Cannonballers due to weather. Uh, so we scheduled the makeup uh, doubleheader for for Thursday of this week. So Thursday's game will start at 5 o'clock um, for all your Thirsty Thursday lovers. It's extended, <laughs> extended time to enjoy those beverages. Uh, so we'll start at 5. We'll play seven innings. Uh, we'll have a 45-minute break between, and then we'll, we'll follow it up with our second seven-inning game of the night. So two seven-inning games then tomorrow for Thirsty Thursday. That's right. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Hey, dude, I will drink all the Pepsi I can drink, okay? <laughs> yeah, I know my pops will too. <laughs> yes, he will. Yes, he will. Uh, Fireworks Friday on Friday. That's brought to you by WNCT uh, Channel 9. And, and, again, we've not had one in a few weeks. Uh, you bragged on it a little bit, but it is. It's a spectacular show that we'll be doing Friday night, isn't it? It really is. It's one of the best fireworks shows uh, that I've seen throughout my 17 years in minor league baseball. Uh, so I'm proud to to showcase that in Kinston. Uh, we shoot them off right behind the wall. Uh, so I definitely encourage people to come out and enjoy the fireworks show on Friday. It's presented by WNCT9. And then our Saturday giveaway promotion is presented by Ag Carolina Farm Credit. And we've been saying that all week here on the show, too. Uh, but I can't believe you forgot a big thing for Saturday, though, uh, John Clements. 
Yeah, so there's a special lady in town, I think you know her. Uh, she's celebrating her 60th birthday, and, and we're honored, truly honored, to, to celebrate that with her at Stranger Stadium, Miss Linda, Miss Linda Whittington. That's absolutely right, and this is what I've told people. Now, it is a private party. I mean, we've, you know, we've, we're, we're, I'm excited about that. I've, you got to remember. John, this is my first year of being a fan of the Wood Ducks, okay? I mean, you know, the previous five seasons, I've been up in your press box uh, doing my best Shane Albee impression. But, you know, I mean, this year I've got to be fans, dude. I got to tell you, dude, hey, before we get into Linda's birthday, which we're going to here in a moment, I love my seats. Don't get them twisted. I love sitting behind your pops and throwing popcorn in his hat, you know, that kind of stuff. But, uh, dude, I've really... People don't realize, and this is what I'm trying, because again, I never got to do it in the previous five seasons. The doggone Mother Earth Pavilion is a freaking wonderful place to watch a ball game, isn't it? It really is. It's one of my favorite spots uh, to watch a game. You just, you kind of just sit out there and enjoy the view, enjoy the social atmosphere, uh, and it's a laid back environment. And it's truly one of the best spots to watch a game in minor league baseball. I mean, I love it. You got the fans going. I'm talking about like the the our ceiling fans. You got the fans going. It's nice and cool. I mean, and it's just a, it's a fun place to watch a baseball game that I didn't. I guess I, I can't say I didn't know it existed. I knew it existed, but I had never been able to watch a game from. I got to tell you, man, we've grown a little bit addicted. You've noticed that, I guess. Oh, we, we're sitting out in the pavilion about as much as we're sitting in our seats this season, dude. I don't blame you one bit. That cool breeze that flows under the pavilion upstairs and downstairs is, is truly remarkable, especially on these hot, hot summer days. Oh, you're right about that. But uh, this Saturday, now this is what I've been telling people all week, John. I know you're busy. You probably haven't been able to. But, you know, we, you know, of course, we're having our birthday party out there for her. Well, I've bought my tickets, bought our wristbands, all that. But I hope you don't mind. I have invited people. Now, they can't enjoy all that, you know, the, the folks that, you know, don't have the wristbands and stuff. But I've invited everybody. We're going to have a couple of big cakes under there, and we want people to come by and get a piece of Linda's birthday cake. You're good with that, right? I am good with that. I'm a sweet, uh, sweet <laughs> addict. Don't tell Mitchell Dentistry, uh, but I, I do love my sweets, and uh, I'll be enjoying a piece of cake with Miss Linda and, and and you as well. Uh, we can't wait, man. But that is Saturday, and again, uh, for the spatula giveaway, and I've seen the pictures of it up on your site too. It is sweet. I'm a griller myself, as you said that you are too. Uh, but it's another one of those things that. I don't know if everybody knows much. You guys put it out there, but it's one of the things that has really shocked me. If you're a season ticket holder, you don't have to stand in line with, uh, you know, all the other hundreds of people that are going to be waiting to get this spatula or a, a jersey or a T-shirt or a hat. We, When you're a season ticket holder, it's a little more special, isn't it, John? Yeah, we love our season ticket holders. They're our, our faithful fans. Uh, we, we like to recognize them by allowing them to come in 30 minutes early on giveaway nights to ensure that they're able to receive the gift. And uh, so gates will open at 3.30 on Saturday for season ticket holders, and that way they get a chance to get their grilling spatula. Dude, I cannot wait, man. 3.30, first pitch is at 5, but if you're a season ticket holder, 3.30 if you're a fan, and I know we encourage all the fans to come out. You need to go ahead and get start getting in line early, though, because uh, this is how I felt about the jerseys, too. You, you don't want to be waiting in line, and uh, you see the last uh, grilling spatula given out about three people in front of you, do you? That's a bad feeling. We take pride in our 
our giveaway night, uh, we, we do not skimp on the product. Uh, it's a quality product that we are, are proud of. Uh, it has the Kinston Collar Greens logo on it, as well as the Acura on a Farm Credit logo on it. Well, there you go, uh, dude. Cannot wait. And then, of course, uh, Dogs and Dogs Day on Sunday. And I have not been to a Sunday game yet this season. I need to rectify that because Molly Girl needs to get out there and co-mingle with her other baseball fan dogs, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, very good. Listen, I, again, thank you so much, John. I mean, here it is. Like I said, game, today's game starts in about three and a half hours, and you made time for us this morning. We really do appreciate it. Dude, Thank you so much. We'll, we'll we'll see you this afternoon or early this afternoon at the game. We'll see you throughout the week, dude. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. There you go. That's John Clemens, the general manager of the Down East Wood Ducks, live here on the show. Tell you what, uh, we're going to pull a uh, – I tell you what, let's play the birthday game first, and then uh, you're going to get a lot of John and Jonathan here in the last half of uh, today's show. Uh, let's play the birthday game here on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Today is hump day, Wednesday, June the 14th in the year of the Lord 2023. It is now time to play the birthday game. This has been, I, I'm declaring it right now, gentlemen. To this point, this has been the best birthday game, sincerely, that we have had in a, a month. Birthday game month that we've had in a long time. You lead five days to four, John Dawson. But, I mean, it has been almost back and forth, back and forth. Every day, we played nine days. Every day has ended three to two. Mm -hmm. And every one of those days, but one, have come down to the last one. Now, you did win one three to one, and he won the last one and made it three to two. But every other day, it's been two to two going into the last birthday. This has been a heck of a month, John. Well, you got to give the people what they want, Brian. And, you know, the people want competition. They want it to be close, and they want office automation. They do want, indeed, they want <laughs> office automation, Jonathan Massey. That, that they do, Brian. Well, you don't get to talk about it because you were a loser yesterday. I'll but, talk about uh, whatever I want to talk about. <laughs> yes. You're welcome to do the read if you want. I'm good. I'm I'm running on fumes. Because I got nothing. Oh. <laughs> we know. This, seg <laughs> this segment is sponsored by uh, Gawico Office Automation, and Gawico is owned and operated by Shock Passeleg. And not only is he a great American, he uh, he brought office automation to America. It was a French thing. The Americans say, keep your metric system Keep your office automation, keep your French fries. But Jacques avoided the naysayers, and he brought office automation over here. I think he did it during the Carter administration. I'm not sure under the, the dark of night. But lo and behold, it's a movement that's taken over, and uh, Kinston is at the forefront. Back to you, Brian. I like it. Uh, well, we're not through yet because we got to know how to get – I don't know how to get in touch with uh, uh, our good friend Jacques Passon Goico. Do you? I do, but I'm not going to tell you. Why wouldn't you tell me? Because I want to hear Massey's velvety tones. <laughs> Ooh, soft like the butter. The velvet fog over there. There you go, soft like butter. Let us hear it over there, Jonathan Massey. Velvet fog is also the name of my extermination company. <laughs> they fog your house, kill the bugs. You've never heard of them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. The velvet <laughs> fog was the nickname of Mel Torme. Yeah. Night Court. Right. When I think of Mel Torme, I think of Night Court. No idea what that is. It's a TV show. We've talked about it on here several times. It yeah. was on Thursday night with Cosby and <coughs> Anyway, whatever. Yeah. yeah, when you two start, like, deep diving into your childhood, I just... You it, white noises, don't you? Oh, no, it's not white noise. I actively don't listen to you. Wow. Well, so you talk about MASH, which is older than Night Court, so we assume it's okay to talk about a show that's Oh, no, it's okay to one. talk about it. I'm just not going to listen. Wow. Smart. Anyway, it's 252. Well, wait a minute. What's 252? 
the area code here. It is. Well, oh, you're telling us how to get in touch with Jacques Passley and go eco office automation, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what I was supposed to be doing. Okay. And then so. we did something. And then <laughs> I love when we train just, wreck. You all right over there, Dizzle? You look like your eyes were pointing in different directions there for a moment. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Okay. Go ahead. What's that phone number for Jacques Passley and go eco office automation? 252. 252-286-286-53-53-54. And is it true? That's his cell phone number. That's not a number that's going to send you to a voicemail or to a, you know, somebody answering the call in India. I mean, that is the cell phone that he carries around in his pocket all the time, Jonathan Massey. Well, unless Jock is on another call, you won't get his voicemail. And unless he's on a trip in India, you won't talk to anybody in India. Well, there you go. I like that. Okay. Do, doesn't he have a couple of websites, though? He does. He has uh, goeconc.com. He has whatisgoeco.com. And he has bucklesberry.com. There you go. You got to like that. Uh, man. That, I know one uh, person does. Let's <laughs> Shameless see. plug. That's there right. you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this uh, performer, lead singer of this band, he was born a woman. Well, I wish it would start. I thought I hit it. Well, let's try Marcel again. Marceau. <laughs> That's good. Boy George Culture Club. <laughs> he was born George Jesus Allen O'Doyle. George O'Dowd. O'Dowd. What did I say? Or George O'Doyle. Something. It's O'Dowd. It is O'Dowd. Yeah, George Allen O'Dowd. But we know him better as Boy George of Culture Club. Hey. Oh unashamedly mock me all you want john dawson you do anyway you will anyway i like this song oh okay <laughs> I, I don't understand all the just say things attached to it i just like the song yeah it is. i can uh, sing yeah he really can great do you, song do you really want to hurt me oh boy do i do you really want to make me cry oh yeah <laughs> that's the song here we go wait a minute does it start right here dun dun do Brian. you really go want to hurt me? Let him sing it, Brian. Do you really <laughs> want to make me cry? Brian. What? Oh. You know why he sang it? Because he sounds better than me. So you wouldn't have to. There you go. That, that, that bass line is genius. It does. I mean, it's reggae, good. but it's yeah. genius. Do you have a more favorite Culture Club song, or is that? This is this and Time Clock of the Heart are probably the top two. Very. That's what I almost played. I bought that 45 in Kmart here in Kenton. Okay, Dawson, uh, it's on to you here. Uh, uh, boy George, George Allen O'Dowd, hmm? how old is he today? Sixty, oh boy, sixty-five. You say sixty-five. Let's listen to that bass for a second there. Yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, uh, Jonathan Massey. He said sixty-five. You know who Boy George is, right? Yeah, sixty-six. He was born June the fourteenth in the year of the Lord, nineteen sixty-one. He's only sixty-two today. Congratulations, John Dawson. You take a one-to-nothing lead. How about it? We've got one more musical hint, but it'll be at the very end because it is someone that has passed away. Hey, it goes to you here, Jonathan Massey. Be glad that you're getting to go first on this because I have a feeling John Dawson would know this and right on the nose, but let's see. He was part of the North Carolina, University of North Carolina National Championship basketball team in 1982 alongside a young Michael Jordan. Alongside James Worthy, he was a third part of that great team. Jimmy Black. 
Well, Jimmy Black was on that team. Matt Doherty. Are you messing with me? Wasn't that the starting five? Yeah, Matt Doherty, and then there's one more. Oh, Jordan. I worthy. said Jordan. Perkins. Worthy. Perkins. I thought you said his name already. I no, no, no. I, said, I thought uh, you named half the team before I said, started. He said James Worthy or yeah. Michael Jordan and James Worthy. Yeah. I'm sorry, Jan Perkins. <laughs> it's all right. Sam Perkins. There you go. Uh, today is his birthday, Jonathan Massey. How old today is uh, the great Sam Perkins? Who, even as a Virginia fan, while you're thinking about it, I'll even tell you, John, and I know you were a big Perkins fan. Mm-hmm. As, yep. as much as I love Virginia and I do, listen. Sam Perkins was, I mean, I mean, I'll still never say, and I'm not doing a backhanded shot here at Dean Smith or Carolina or anything, but I'm being dead serious. How did that team with three future Hall of Famers not win, but just one national championship? Dude? Sam Perkins was a senior that year, right? He I was a junior know. or senior. Cause he Jordan, was a junior or senior for sure, yeah. That's fine. I'll, I'll make a guess. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It is what it is. 63. You say 63. Let me change my guess. Do you want to change your guess? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. 63 is what he says. What do you say, John Dawson? I'm going to say 61, Brian. He was 62, wasn't he? He was born just like boy <laughs> George on June the 14th in the year of the Lord. You wanted to change it to 62, didn't you? He was born June 14th, 1961. They are both 62 years old today. That means who got you got boy George? <laughs> one to O to one. Both of you. Here we go. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I went first. Yes, you did go first. Yes, yeah, so. That's his you could have just gone 62 and still been closer to your guess of 61 there, John Dawson. <laughs> I appreciate what you did, though. <laughs> you did a little, who, me? Shoulder, shoulder shrug. <sighs> okay. You, you like the security guard in the last dance. Yep. There you go. Jonathan <laughs> Paradox, it's your turn. She, You're going to love this one. She was George Jefferson's maid in the Jeffersons. It's Marla Gibbs. Marla Gibbs. She was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was laugh out loud funny. I mean, she took she took no guff from George she Jefferson. She kept her day job two or three seasons into that because she wasn't sure it was going to, you know, she worked, she worked it like a, I think she was a stewardess, and then she became like a, Worked at the call center for an airline and was still doing it like into the second or third season. Well, I'm telling you, man, she was, I mean, she was one of the first to me just laugh out loud funny. See, that's what I always thought Woody Harrelson on Cheers was laugh out loud funny. Just would, just. And he wasn't even as funny as Coach was. I agree with that. I agree with that. But there's just something the way he handled I'm trying to think other movies or other shows in that period. Uh, anyway, uh, Marla Gibbs, how old is she today? 87. You say 87. Do you know who we're talking about? No clue. I hate that. Uh, she was the, the sassy housekeeper in uh, the Jeffersons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we've done this birthday before. Oh, okay. And it, I still don't know who it is. 80, you said 87. I'm 86. She was born June the 14th, 1931. She's 92 today, John Dawson. I knew it. And she had her own show, 227, on NBC in yes, the she did. 80s into the 90s. There you go. Marla Gibbs, so you lead 2-0 to o to 1. Don't you let him get these last two birthdays, John Dawson. I'm just saying, okay? That's all up to you, isn't it, Brian? <laughs> it's really not. Hey, Jonathan Massey, he was the 45th president of these United States of America. It's? Yep. The only one that was born in June, by the way. Really? 
in all of all the presidents. Trump. Yeah, that's Trump. Donald J. Trump. Today is today is his birthday, John Dawson. Jonathan Massey. I'm looking right at you, and I call you. Uh, uh, how old today is uh, Donald Tra- J. Trump, who would like to be your president again, by the way? Yeah, well, good. That's him. who Brian wants to be president. It is not. I don't pull for anybody. That's Brian's agenda. Turnabout's fair play, chum. That's call back to yesterday's show. I thought mm. we had already put that to rest. Yeah, you started it. I well, did start I'll it. Tell you, I'll tell you one thing about Brian is he he was a firm believer and Trump not he didn't do he said he didn't do anything wrong with any of those women. That's that's what Brian said. That's not what Jonathan said. <laughs> I think he did Brian plenty Bosworth. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> not Brian Hanks. Brian Hanks says uh, listen, let me say this. Donald J. Trump is an idiot. He's an old idiot. Joe Joseph J. Biden or whatever he what is his middle initial? I don't Who cares? Know. Doesn't matter. Is an idiot, okay? They're all idiots, John so, Dawson. This is verbatim what Brian said to me one time. God. I believe as a man, much like not <laughs> <laughs> You should be able to grab me and it won't be way you want. <laughs> Well, muting uh, Jonathan Massey's mic didn't help there. <laughs> I'm assuming that will be reversed for uh, replay, correct? We can we can talk terms. <laughs> we can talk terms. Uh, moderator <laughs> says, Brian Hanks never said any of that, okay? Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, Donald we've J. got Trump. a recording somewhere. We can make it sound like you did. Donald J. Trump <laughs> over there, uh, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? Oh, 70... 77. He was born June the 14th in the year of the Lord, 1946. He is indeed 77, which means, thank God, we can go to the next birthday here. And uh, John Dawson, if you don't get this. I'm not 77. It's a media lie. (laughs) Not true. That's pretty good. I'm only 47. Everyone knows it. Oh. Good Lord. Okay, I'm going to play this song, then you tell me another song to play, okay? He was the uh, drummer for this band for almost 50 years. Alan White recently passed away. Yep, passed away on May 26, and He actually played on this song. I'm proud of you. This Do is the drums? only Yes song you think exists. <laughs> they sold really 40 is. million albums before this came out, but to Brian's eyes, this is when the band started. He's not wrong, Jonathan. Jeez. Wait a minute. What is that that made that noise? They were at the studio. They went in. There was a, a session before them. They had sampled uh, James Brown's horns at a show, and it was still in the board. And they just tried it to see what it did and stuck it in there. Really? Total happenstance, Brian. That is awesome. I kind of like that. That that makes me uh, makes me feel happy. Alan White, how good of a drummer? Pretty good drummer. Fantastic. You can't tell by this because this is all snare. There's no toms in the song. Give me a song. We got time. Uh, we definitely have time. Uh, Rhythm of Love. Is that going to be one of the first ones to come up? It was a radio song. I don't care what Apple says. Apple's stupid. I don't hear any You'll love yet. the intro. Oh. There's some big vocal harmonies coming up. What is that? A flute. This was on MTV and everything. Really? Yeah. Very beach, uh, very beach boys. 
I would think this was the Beach Boys if I were listening to it and had no idea that it was yes. Did they play this at the show that we went to? No. They got right. so many songs people want to hear, they can't get them all into one show. Kind of like you, too. Yes. Who Jonathan and I are going to see in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, we should be. Unless <laughs> something terrible happens. Something terrible better not happen. Whose guess is it? Well, we're uh, going well, to see three quarters of you two in Vegas. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, let's see. Dawson, it's your go, and I believe it's two to two again, right? Yeah, it is. It's two to – no, it's two to one to one because we had a tie. So, please get please get this, Jonathan Parrott Dawson. 76. You say 76. What do you say, John Dawson? 75. What the? He was born June the 14th in the year of the Lord, 1949. That means he's 74 today. We're going to let today end as a tie. What do you think, John Dawson? Fine by I, me, bro. Do you like it? Is that all right with you? Yeah, it's fine. It'll be the second time It'll make ever. the end of the month funnier, I'm sure. It definitely will. Uh, so you uh, you get that one. Uh, I, mind if I, let's let this play under yeah. the rest of it here. Uh, local birthdays and real, relatively local birthdays. Today is uh, Jerry Morton, the fourth birthday. He used to play for uh, LCC Baseball. He's now a coach up in the Triangle. Today is John Nottenson's birthday. Uh, super cool guy who I've gotten to know over the last few years. Uh, just a super cool dude. Super, super cool dude. John Nottenson, happy birthday to him. Lakin Simpson, do you remember her? She was an intern at the Free Press. I, I didn't know if you remember her or not. She was young, very young. when She uh, she just came out of uh, Kinston High School. and Maybe she was at, I don't remember. She was in college. But she interned with us for a little bit, and I've been friends with her for years now and been able to follow her. Today is Amanda Croom's <coughs> birthday, a super, super nice life. She worked at the Free Press, another former Free Press, or uh, I think she worked in the advertising department, mm -hmm. or maybe up front. I can't remember exactly, but she was super nice. I'm friends with her husband. I didn't really know her that well, but her, friend, her husband, Brian Croom, uh, super good dude, too. Uh, Kenston First Lady Angela Hardy, uh, Dontario Hardy's uh, wife, Angela Hardy. Today is her birthday, too. And then one of my favorite people, uh, Marquetta Miles Henderson. She is uh, Papa's uh, mom. Remember who played for uh, Kenston High School? Yeah, uh, Papa. Jeremiah Fields. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, they call him Papa, though. So, uh, but uh, And she's a sweetheart, too. You know, he's a diminutive uh, young man. She is, too, and they're just so cute together. I mean, they are, he and his mom. Uh, but anyway, so if today is your birthday, like Marquetta Miles Henderson, uh, Kinston's First Lady, Angela Hardy, Amanda Kroon, Lakin Simpson, John Nonson, uh, Coach Jerry Morton IV, and uh, Alan White, great drummer. Fantastic drummer. Then have a great birthday. We will see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation.
And that was a fun birthday game there for uh, John and Jonathan. And for the second time ever, it ends in a tie. How about that? That's uh, something that we've really not done a whole lot in our uh, in our time. In fact, like I said, only the second time ever. Listen, got a few minutes here at the end of the show. I think we are going to play. Uh, you know, I like to go back in history and look back at, uh, you know, one of our uh, past uh, banters, as we like to call it. This is from, if I remember correctly, it's from 2020. If I don't remember exactly, we'll uh, we'll get it right at the very end of it. But, hey, let's get John and Jonathan in here again uh, and go down memory lane. I mean, you guys do know we're on a sports talk station, so it's good that we talk sports every once in a while. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> what? You both did the puppy dog look at me. With I think both of your heads cocked there for a second. One. Every once in a while? Did you actually just say that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, one of the things that uh, we were thinking about is, what are our favorite games that we ever remember? You know, and it does, you don't necessarily have to be at the game, but a couple of these that I'm going to bring up I have been at. So, uh, you know, I'm very excited about that. So, I, I think I should go first. What do you think? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, obviously, you know, I got a tattoo because of it, but my favorite game probably I've ever watched, and uh, Junius was here. You weren't here, were you? John, for the championship game. Yeah, okay. I didn't think mm-hmm. you were, but uh, when uh, Virginia won the national championship last year, and especially just the way they just uh, in the in basketball, the way they the last three games of the tournament that they were down with 13 seconds remaining in all three in the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and the championship game, they were behind with 13 seconds left in each of those, and they go on to win the national championship. That's easy, and it's probably the error, you know, the error of recency or whatever that makes me say that but i mean i also remember uh the redskins winning the super bowl back in 1988 uh when uh, doug williams they were down 10 to nothing at the end of the first quarter they scored 35 points in the second quarter going to win that 42 to 10 that was in january of 1988 and i was in the army they played the denver broncos and i was in the army in colorado springs colorado sitting in a day room in the and uh, advanced individual training or no i was at my permanent party at that point and uh it was hilarious i was the only redskins fan in there amongst uh just a ton of uh denver broncos fans so you know in colorado so uh yeah that was a lot of fun i'll never forget that game then a couple of the games that i've been to that stand out to me and i know this is going to sound weird because uh, i was at virginia's acc tournament their first ac tournament They've won since 1976. That's up there, and that's probably the second best game I've ever been at personally. It was in Greensboro. It was just a blast. I got to hug Terry Holland. You remember Terry Holland, right? Yeah, he looked like the guy who was in the food line commercials back looked in the 80s. just like him, absolutely just like him. But uh, we're walking around the concourse after, the, after uh, Virginia beat Duke for the ACC Tournament Championship. Again, their first one they had won in 38 years. And uh, who was walking up? And he's tall, too. I mean, uh Terry Holland's probably six 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 seven, and he's skinny and tall. And I went, I got my picture made with him, and I had my Virginia, I had my Samson jersey on. <clears throat> we exchanged a hug, and I just remember he smelled of victory, like the guy in Apocalypse Now. Yeah, victory. there you go. Yeah, but my number one all-time game that I've ever been to, and probably my favorite one. I had to look it up so I could get the date right on it. But it was in, it was on February twentieth, two thousand, at the Dean Dome. Virginia beat Carolina 90 to 76. It was the first time Virginia had won in Chapel Hill. I, bl- I think it was in 25 years and I was covering it for the Gaston Gazette. And 
I, I remember sitting in front of uh, the band, the Carolina band, which because I didn't cover one of the uh, games for the Gaston Gazette, so I had to sit in auxiliary seating. I didn't get to sit courtside like, you know, the fancy News and Observer and Charlotte Observer and Winston-Salem Journal, those type of people. I was working for a small newspaper. What is crazy is when you sit in front of the band, they tell you, and I don't know how I can do this for the radio, but I can show you guys. So you've got your notebook where you keep your stats in. And I remember, uh, I think it was, it wasn't Richard Walker, but one of the other reporters there said, did you bring your cover for it? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he said, you, you need to have a cover and I'll show you why. So the band starts playing and we're sitting in front of uh, the guys that play the big tubas and all that. Guess what comes out of big tubas? Saliva. Spit. And it was so gross. And no one had told me about this. I didn't know that my seat. So they start playing, and you feel it hitting the back of your head. You feel it on your neck, and it was it was disgusting, okay? So I had lots of Tar Heel slobber all over the back of my head. But Virginia won the game, and uh, it's only the second game I've ever been at that I've actually cried at. And the other one was the uh, Virginia uh, beating Duke for the ACC Tournament Championship in 2014. But this was in 2000, and, and I was trying to keep it together because I'm covering the game. I've got to be professional. I'm in a shirt and tie. I'm in a jacket and a shirt and tie. My back soaked in spit, and uh, there you go. That's my favorite game of all time. The, when, when Virginia won the national championship, I started to come over. But I, this is no joking. I was, I was concerned about your well-being. <laughs> well... I was really, I was I so never, glad. I was pulling for them that night for you. Well, thank you. And I, since we weren't there, I'm like, well, Virginia's close to Carolina. We'll <laughs> go with that. Well, I got to tell you, I have changed, and it's happened over the past, and you, you'll like this. You won't, probably, Jonathan, but John Dawson, you'll probably like it. I don't know what's happened to me over the past four or five years, but uh, I can tell you. I've gotten to where, man, it used to be anybody but Carolina. I, I don't care if Team Satan was playing Carolina. I would wear horns and, you know, and, and pull for <laughs> Team Satan. And I've really, I guess it's because it's probably even more than the past four or five years, seeing Reggie go to Carolina. It's seeing Roy Williams at my tournament every year up at the holiday, the John Wall Holiday Invitational and how nice he is, how genuinely nice he is. And mm -hmm. all the kids that have played for him that have come through the Holiday Invitational and have gone on to play for him. There's not a bad kid in that bunch. Think about all the kids you helped me with through the years. Well, I, I still say, and we don't have time in this form, but your original reason for the hatred of that team makes zero sense. Like, uh, no, I'm probably not going to disagree with that. But my point was, you're saying you were pulling for uh, Virginia. I've gotten over the past four or five years that if an ACC team is playing outside of the ACC, I pull for them. And i got to tell you, the season that uh, Carolina's having, and, I, dude, it, I've got – I'm pulling for him. I kind of you don't like to see that kind of bad mojo and karma, and I think it's bad mojo or karma to pull against a team that's getting beat the way they are every single night. Mm -hmm. So anyway, uh, you enjoyed saying that. I could see it in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So uh, those are my favorite games of all time, and of course, you know Virginia and Redskins based there. I, you know, I would have to throw in a couple of Hurricanes games, but again, that's because it's so recent. I mean, in the great season they had last year. But uh, and then all the all the baseball games. I mean, my feelings are going to be hurt here, Jonathan Massey. You're going next if you don't mention at least one of the baseball games you and I have gone oh, to. How over many years. did you mention? Anyway, Jonathan Massey, it's your turn now. I'm going to do three, just kind of throw ins, and then a top three, if you will. Um, when I was in middle school, I think a lot of people, especially in this area, when it was tournament time, back when I actually cared about NCAA basketball, we would 
that's all we, we didn't care about school then. They would turn the games on. The TV came I, into the room. Yeah. yeah. And uh, turn the TV on. And I remember watching UNCW play uh, University of Southern California in the first round or round of 32. It was a Thursday, anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, they won in overtime. Mm-hmm. And UNCW, not exactly a powerhouse. But you're alma mater. Yeah, and that's where I ended up going to college. And it's just all – but even then, I remember going to orientation and they showed uh, the – the last few seconds of that game and the celebration. So that was part of, like, the orientation video. Okay. And that was five years later. Um, mm. So that was in 2002. Um, now, while I'm at UNCW, uh, App State goes up to Michigan and plays Michigan. Oh, yeah, yeah. And App State North Carolina team. Tony Sears alma mater. Yeah. Ryan Dawson. Yeah, Ryan He has Dawson's a poster in his office with that of that game. Wow. But uh, I just remember watching that game. And it was, it was a great game. It was one of the best games I'd ever seen. The last one, uh, 2010, the Nationals played the Phillies at home. We were there. Yes, we were. They're down 5-4 to four in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, two men on. Brad Lidge is pitching for the Phillies. Ryan Zimmerman hits a walk-off home run uh, into deep left center into that grassy area. Uh, I guess, uh, would it be weird to call it a grassy no, or is that too close to? <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Too soon, man. Too yeah. soon. <laughs> All right, so my top three. Um, number three, uh, 2004, the Super Bowl between the Panthers and the Patriots. Ugh. It broke my heart. I I wasn't I was I wasn't even 15. Y'all, so I was 14. No, wait a minute. Was that 04 or was that 03? It, well, it was the 03 season, but it happened in okay, 2004. Okay, okay. I trust you. That's why I, I trust your memory. So, um, Especially you being a Panthers fan. Yeah. Uh, it was a heartbreaking loss. I mean, I really – because – I don't think really anybody gave him a chance up to that point, but then they just kept winning somehow, backup running backs. Well, I just remember it being an awful game because I actually went with Drew Drew Loftus and I drove to Charlotte and watched the game in a bar in Charlotte with uh, some friends. And uh, it was just a, an awful game for like three and a half quarters. And, man, that like the, the – Tied 29-29 right up until John Casey kicks <sighs> the – never mind. <laughs> Number two, the 2016 World Series between the Indians and the Cubs. Another heartbreaker for me, being an Indians fan, but uh, Rajay Davis hitting a game-tying home run in the bottom of the ninth. Okay. Uh, sends, sends game seven of the World Series into extras. Of course, the Cubs eventually win, but still, I mean, how often is that ever going to happen? Game seven of the World Series, you hit a game-tying home run, take it into extras. And was that the for, game that there was a rain delay and it kept yep. like Yep, I remember yeah. that. Okay. I was actually – I was house-sitting for you. I was here watching that game. <laughs> Where was I at then? Was I, I don't know. It's not like you to be gone. <laughs> yeah, you were probably on one of your 52 weekly trips. <laughs> okay. um, and my number one uh, – this is a little bit of a bias, but uh, when the K-Tribe beat the Marble Beach Pelicans in 23 innings, I was an intern for the Kenton Indians that year. And I had to work 23 innings of baseball. Casey Frawley hits a single in the bottom of the 23rd to score Roberto Perez, who actually ended up playing for the 2016 uh, AL, AL champion Kent's, uh, Cleveland Indians. That is so, crazy. Yeah. I remember David Hall, who wrote for the uh, Free Press, was one of the best writers I've ever been around, period. Would you not agree with that? David Hall was a heck of a writer. Did you ever read much of his stuff since it was sports? I trust your opinion. He was good. Very, very good writer. I remember him writing about that. And I think we won a North Carolina Press Association Award for that. But uh, 
Dude, those are great games, okay? John Dawson, it's your turn. Mine aren't as exciting. They're all based around ACC basketball and mainly Carolina. The first one have to be when they won in 82, the national championship, the last second shot. I still remember listening to Woody Durham call it. You didn't see it live? You, you listened to Woody? Well, no, we had the TV on, with the sound down with the radio up. Okay. Which I still do now. I cannot stand. I cannot watch a game on television and listen to the television commentators. That's I can. So I can tolerate Jay Billis, but okay. other than that, I can't stand him. A dookie, ironic. I know. Uh, Jonathan Massey. I'm sorry. He's good. Looked what like can your I, head was about to explode there. He's, okay. he's he's good, and I think he's fair in his assessments. And just sitting here, actually, in '83 when State won. Ugh. I, that was great. That was Ralph Sampson's senior year. Okay. Here now let go. me tell you. It was Ralph Sampson's senior year. Virginia was supposed to win the national. They're number one in the country all year, all season long. They lose to them in the Western Regional Finals. Well, first they lost to them in the ACC tournament, so Ralph never got to win a ACC tournament championship. And that year it was because of freaking NC State and Jim Valvano and the cardiac pack. And you know what? I'm at a better place now though, because since Virginia won theirs. Didn't you just say something about bad mojo and yeah, pulling against exactly, people? Exactly. Well, that's probably what hurt. this underdog team from Raleigh did. The unthinkable. But they beat my team. They beat my Cavaliers. Didn't too. they beat us that year too? Oh, they beat everybody that year. Well, but then well, but, they were twenty and a, ten at the end of the season. But it was a big, like I said, it was a Ralph thing, and they beat them in the Western or they beat them in the ACC tournament championship game, and then they beat them in the. Uh, the finals of the Western finals and state gets to go to the final four. But at that season, the only reason state made the NCAA tournament is because they won the ACC tournament. They were going to the NIT. Maybe if and they had they won that beat tournament. for that, I don't care. I'm just saying that's not a great story. It's a great story. Go ahead. Who, what's your other games? Good Lord. <laughs> Hijack my segment. Will you? <laughs> And then the others would be the other when uh, Roy Williams won his first national championship at Carolina. Okay. Well, those are very good ones. We'd like to know yours, too. Hit us up on Twitter at Hanks Show or at BC Hanks or at Jonathan Massey 89 or at John Dawson HQ. Any way you'd like to let us know, we'd like to know what yours is, too. And we absolutely would. Uh, so uh, those are all the different ways to do it. And that was kind of fun. A little visit down or a little uh, trip down uh, memory lane there with John and Jonathan. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. Listen, uh, we are wrapping up today's show here. Would like to once again thank our good friend Chris Edwards in our first hour. Uh, just a, a lot of fun with him talking about the College World Series. And then John Clemens in our second hour birthday game and all that here. Uh, listen, get out to Historic Granger Stadium. If you're listening to us live right now, you're only three hours away from first pitch. Uh, of course, if you listen to us on the 3 o'clock broadcast, <laughs> the game's probably already been played and done to this point, and uh, we'll talk about it tomorrow on the show. Speaking of tomorrow's show, very excited. We're going to have Shane Albee in our first hour, Linda Rouse-Sutton live here in our studio, and Rob Bazell live from uh, the Big Rock in our second hour. Have a great hump day. We'll see you out at Historic Granger Stadium. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.